Hello, this is Mr. Otto of Mr. Otto's Bookstore with another Tazzywag Tale Tales. Today's is Paul Revere's Ride by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, one of the most famous poems in American history about American history. Paul Revere's Ride, April 18th, 19th. 1775. Listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. On the 18th of April in 75, hardly a man is now alive who remembers that famous day and year of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. He said to his friend, if the British march by land or sea from the town tonight, hang a lantern aloft from the belfry arch of the North Church Tower as a signal light. One if by land, and two if by sea. And I, on the opposite shore, shall be ready to ride and spread the alarm through every Middlesex village and farm for country folk to be up and to arm. Then he said good night, and with muffled oar, silently rode to the Charleston shore. Just as the moon rose over the bay where swinging wide at her moorings lay, the Somerset, British man of war, a phantom ship, with its mast and spar, across the moon like a prison bar and a huge black bulk magnified by its own reflection in the tide. Meanwhile, his friend, through alley and street, wanders and watches with eager ears, till in the silence around him he hears the muster of men at the barrack door, the sound of arms and the tramp of feet, and the measured tread of grenadiers marching down to their boats on the shore. Then he climbed the tower of the old north church by the wooden stairs with stealthy tread to the belfry chamber overhead and startled the pigeons from their perch on the somber rafters that round him made masses and moving shapes of shade by the trembling ladder steep and tall to the highest window in the wall where he paused to look and listen and look down a moment on the roofs of the town and the moonlight flowing over all Beneath in the churchyard lay the dead in their night encampment on the hill, wrapped in silence so deep and still that he could hear like a sentinel's tread, the watchful night wind as it went, creeping along from tent to tent, and seeming to whisper, all is well. A moment he only he feels the spell of the place and the hour and the secret dread of the lonely belfry and the dead. For suddenly all his thoughts are bent on a shadowy something far away where the river widens to meet the bay. A line of black that bends and floats on the rising tide like a bridge of boats. Meanwhile, impatient to ride to mount, booted and spurred with a heavy stride on the opposite shore, walked Paul Revere. Now he patted his horse's side, now gazed at the landscape far and near, then impetuous stamped the earth and turned and tightened his saddle girth. But mostly, he watched with eager search for the belfry tower of the old north church. As it rose above the graves on the hill, lonely and spectral and somber and still. And lo, as he looks on the belfry's height, a glimmer and then a gleam of light. He springs to the saddle, the bridle he turns, but lingers and gazes till full on his sight a second plant in the belfry burns. A hurry of hooves in the village street, a shape in the moonlight, a bulk in the dark, and beneath 
from the pebbles and passing a spark struck out by a steed flying fearless and fleet that was all and yet through the gloom and the light the fate of a nation was writing that night and the spark struck out by that steel in his flight kindled the land into flame with his heat he has left the village and mounted the steep and beneath him tranquil and broad and deep is the mystic meeting the ocean tides under the alders that skirt its edge now soft in the sand now loud on the ledge is heard the tramp of his steeds as he rides it was twelve by the village clock when he crossed the bridge into the medford town he heard the crowing of the cock and the barking of the farmer's dog and felt the damp of the river fog that rises after the sun goes down it was one by the village clock when he galloped into lexington he saw the gilded weathercock swim in the moonlight as he passed and the meeting house windows blank and bare gaze at him with a spectral glare as if they already stood a glass stood aghast at the bloody work they would look upon it was two by the village clock when he came to the bridge in concord town and he heard the bleeding of the flock and the twitter of birds among the trees and felt the breath of the morning breeze blowing over the meadows brown and one was safe and asleep in his bed who at the bridge would be first to fall who at that day would be lying dead pierced by a british musket ball you know the rest in the books you have read how the british regulars fired and fled how the farmers gave them ball for ball from behind each fence and farmyard wall chasing the redcoats down the lane then crossing the fields to emerge again under the trees at the turn of the road only pausing to fire and load so through the night rode paul revere and so through the night went his cry of alarm to every middlesex village and farm a cry of defiance and not of fear a voice in the darkness a knock at the door and a word word that shall echo forevermore for born on the night wind of the past all of our history to the last in the hour of darkness and peril and need the people will waken to listen to hear the hurrying hoofbeats of that steed and the midnight message of paul revere paul revere is one of the many interesting characters from the american revolution this poem was one of my favorites as a child i memorized parts of it but the story is not necessarily historically accurate. If you'd like to learn more about Paul Revere or any of the other many interesting characters from American history, come on down to Mr. Otto's Bookstore, 2310 Pacific Avenue on the Miracle Mile in Stockton. Thanks again and God bless.